create a new energy system that not only lowers emissions to net zero, but also ensures supply, stability and affordability. But how do we achieve this? In this audio article, Managing Change to Reach a Decarbonized Energy System, Karima Mean, Executive Vice President of Generation at Siemens Energy, spotlights the key factors for reaching a net-zero economy by mid-century. This article is part of the Future Energy Perspective series, presented by Power Engineering International and Siemens Energy. These are decisive times for the energy sector as the world tackles climate change with a growing sense of urgency. The COP26 summit in Glasgow produced a first climate resolution committed to reducing coal use. With considerable ambition, this document aims to clearly define the direction the world is headed. The energy sector's contribution to this path will be crucial. Why? Today, the primary source, 40% of global CO2 emissions, stem from power generation, with industry and transport each contributing 23% and buildings 10%. And given high CO2 emissions per capita as well as in total, major players need to act, be it the US, China, the European Union or Russia. Yet, while determined to reduce coal-fired power generation, we continue to face challenges concerning renewable energy sources. Supply fluctuates and the system needs to be functional even when the sun doesn't shine and the wind doesn't blow. Revolutionary Transformation In short, we need a new energy system that does not only lower emissions to net zero, but also ensures supply, stability and affordability. To reach these goals, our industry must undergo a revolutionary transformation. And at this point, it's clear that nobody knows with absolute certainty how to make a decarbonized economy a reality. When it comes to managing a profound change, there are no simple or quick solutions. Any viable path will involve more than one technology and require finding the right solutions for any given moment in the journey towards net zero. And while we are uncertain of exactly how to achieve this goal, we do have a clear roadmap of what we can and need to accomplish by 2030 so that we are well on our way to reaching a net-zero economy before mid-century. Siemens Energy has formulated clear, long-term goals. We support the EU's 2050 climate neutrality goal not only by supplying many of the tools for energy generation and transmission necessary for achieving these targets, but also by becoming climate neutral as a company by 2030. Moreover, in 2020, we announced that we are no longer supporting the building of new coal-fired power plants. Thus, a net-zero energy system by 2050 is not just in our future, it is our priority now. While we at Siemens Energy can provide many of the tools necessary for a decarbonized energy future, we still need a holistic vision of the energy future we're heading towards. 
And that is what we'll present in this article series on future energy perspectives. Various experts will outline how we can move towards a decarbonized energy system while meeting key criteria such as securing our energy supply, the resilience of our grids despite fluctuating supply, and its affordability for the industry and households. Building Blocks Then let's begin by taking stock of what we know so far. First, we know the building blocks we have as a society. We know which technologies we have at our disposal, such as energy storage systems addressing part of the intermittence of renewable energy supply, and carbon capture solutions that can give gas-fired power plants a new dimension. We also have flexible transmission systems and rotating grid stabilizers ensuring stability and reliability in the grid, gas turbines capable of co-firing hydrogen, energy system designs tailoring energy solutions towards regional and local needs, as well as smart controls for hybrid power plants. At the same time, we know which technologies still need further development. We're familiar with our customers' pain points and thus society's pain points. Finally, we know that no company can master this undertaking alone. We need partners, not only in industry, but also regulators and especially the public. Different paths. In general, we foresee three major approaches towards net zero. They don't have to happen strictly sequentially, as each approach can be undertaken individually. Different regions can and will choose different paths based on their respective political agendas, technological realities and societal frameworks. In many cases, however, these represent successive steps. First, Immediate steps towards reducing CO2 emissions can be applied to the installed base, the low-hanging fruit, if you will. As we're phasing out coal, the most important step is the coal-to-gas shift. Just by turning a coal-fired power plant into, for instance, a state-of-the-art gas-turbine-combined cycle or GTCC power plant, one can reduce CO2 emissions by 70%. And even if natural gas will only be an interim solution on the way to carbon-neutral power generation, it remains an essential bridge fuel in the next 10 or 20 years. The other relevant step will require efficiency upgrades for gas-fired power plants. They include brownfield engine exchange, whereby gas turbine sections are replaced with newer, more efficient ones, as well as other measures to increase the efficiency of these plants and in turn reduce their gas consumption and corresponding emissions. As a second step, carbon capture will help lessen the environmental impact of natural gas. Additionally, preparing gas turbines for clean fuels such as green hydrogen ensures that we will not be left with stranded assets. For instance, we recently announced that our SGT800 gas turbine now has 75% hydrogen co-firing capability with a clear roadmap towards 100%. And we are also now working on the feed or front-end engineering and design study of the world's first commercial-scale gas-fired combined cycle power plant 
with CCUS, or carbon capture use and storage, in the UK. In addition, power generation must be hybridised by integrating a diverse mix of conventional power generation, renewable sources such as solar and wind power, energy storage, grid stabilisation, carbon capture and intelligent control systems. One central element will be green hydrogen made with renewables. Not only is it suitable for gas turbines, but it also serves as the basis for green fuels like e-methanol. Another important building block will be heat pumps, reusing vast amounts of excess heat in industrial processes. The third step, which should be widely adopted beyond 2030 towards the mid-century, aims for deep decarbonisation, relying on renewables, clean fuels and sector coupling. It works by transferring renewable power to all energy-consuming parts of the economy, such as buildings, mobility, industry or agriculture. This is possible, for example, with hybrid power plants combining renewables and electrolyzers producing hydrogen. The produced green hydrogen can be stored and used for re-electrification, burnt for generating high-temperature heat, used for vehicles with fuel cells or as a basis for e-fuels such as e-methane or other chemicals. Also, energy storage will become an essential building block allowing energy to be stored and used as needed. Next to green hydrogen or pumped hydro for long-term energy storage, we have batteries for short-term storage of electricity or, among others, thermal and mechanical mid-term storage providing industrial heat and electricity. Altogether, these efforts will effectively eliminate CO2 emissions from our economy, achieving net zero. No technological hurdles. Now, let me highlight several important parameters supporting this perspective. The first concerns the technologies we need. Do we have them already? For some, the answer is yes. For others, more R&D needs to be done, such as the research we're currently conducting at our Zero Emission Hydrogen Turbine Centre in Sweden. There, we test how existing components, such as renewables, in this case solar, hydrogen production with electrolyzers and energy storage, particularly batteries and green hydrogen, can be integrated for a flexible energy supply. All in all, we don't foresee any major technological hurdles on our path towards our 2050 goals. A second parameter involves regulatory matters. A regulatory framework is crucial for our journey towards a net-zero energy system. One important aspect here is having effective and reliable carbon pricing mechanisms which ensure that switching from fossil to carbon neutral energy needs to become a business case for all energy consuming sectors in a manner similar to how wind energy has been promoted in the past decades. Other important aspects can incorporate adjusting regulatory frameworks and reducing bureaucracy to speed up approval of energy transition projects. Decarbonizing industry. Another parameter deals with energy consumption in industries, which yields roughly a quarter of the global CO2 emissions. 
Decarbonizing industrial processes can be greatly improved by on-site decarbonized generation, mainly by integrating renewables, energy storage solutions and utilizing waste heat. What's more, on-site systems allow plants to create new revenue streams by selling back to the grid any excess generation. And as a final parameter, economic viability. We have no choice when it comes to fighting climate change. At the same time, governments will struggle to join the fight when it's at the cost of enormous loss of wealth or quality of life. Therefore, all stakeholders, first and foremost people, regulators as well as utility and industry operators need to be on board in building a decarbonized economy while sustaining national prosperity. Although these aren't mutually exclusive, one needs to acknowledge that different regions and countries will approach these goals at different speeds and from different starting points. Considering all this, it's clear that a lot of work remains to be done. At Siemens Energy, we believe it is vital that this work is not approached in a random and short-sighted manner. We must pursue it in a sensible well-developed plan for making a decarbonized economy a reality. With the articles in this series, we present our perspective on this defining challenge of our time. Beyond providing readers with a sense of direction of what lies ahead, we intend to show what investments need to be taken and when and how these important goals can be reached. This audio article is brought to you by Power Engineering International and Enlit in partnership with Siemens Energy. For more future energy perspectives, visit the Power Engineering International website at powerengineeringin.com forward slash future energy perspectives.